hey, my job is controlling my life. Where do I find the time to go after my career passion? That sounds like you. Stay tuned. Welcome to the Gen X Career Show, the only podcast designed specifically for the Gen X professional who wants to start a new chapter, finally finding passion and fulfillment in the work that they do every day. I'm your host, Kay Kirkman. Now let's get started. Welcome back to the Gen X Career Show. My name is Kay Kirkman, and we are here with yet another episode. And man, I can't believe it. January is over. By the time you're hearing this actual episode, we will be into the second month of 2021. Can you believe it? So how's it going? How's that pursuit of your career passion, your dream job? How is that coming for you? Are you on track? Are you making progress? Are you still inspired? Or is the steam starting to run out? Well, we don't want that to happen if it is happening. And today I thought I would talk about something that I hear all the time from people. And that is, Kay, I would love to do all the things that you talk about on the Gen X Career Show. I would love to discover my career passion. I would love to start a little something on the side. I would love to transition into a whole nother career. You know, I've got these skills, I've got these dreams, I've got these things that I know I can do, but I just don't have the time, Kay. I mean, I'm up at the crack of dawn to go to work. And then once I get home from work, I have family obligations. I have my own personal obligations. I have work obligations, even when I get home. How do I find the time? Well, there is no easy answer for this because it is challenging. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I love when people say, and I don't know if you've heard this, but when you talk about how you don't have time or you don't have enough hours in the day, you know, I've heard people say, well, we all have the same 24 hours. Like you have the same 24 hours as Beyonce and Oprah and President Obama and all of this. And I'm like, yeah, well, <laughs> I do. But they probably have some resources to delegate a lot of stuff. <laughs> and I'm sure that even people that are super, super successful still have challenges with time. There, there might be some that have gotten it down. Uh, but, but when you have resources to outsource, it does make it easier. So what do you do if you don't really have resources to outsource? And maybe you do. So if you have resources to outsource, that could be a good solution. But what do you do if you you genuinely don't feel like you have enough time in the day to get everything that you need to get done and to think about pursuing your passion? So one of the things that I like to say is, and I, I talked about this in last week's episode, I believe, the pursuit of your career passion has to be made a priority for you. Because if you're already, and I'm using air quotes, stretched for time, then if you don't make 
making a change, finding your career passion. If you don't make that a priority, then chances are it won't happen. Anything that you don't prioritize generally does not get done. So you making finding your career passion a priority could look different depending on who you are and what your situation is. So for you, depending on where you are, let's say that for you, discovering your career passion, making it a priority could just be writing down your goals as it relates to finding your career passion. So what research are you going to do? Are you going to send out resumes? Are you going to reach out to people? And just simply writing that down and taking time every day to just do one thing related to it. That could be it. Depending on how much of a sense of urgency you have, you might do some other things as well, right? But When I say make it a priority, you really have to determine what that means for you. So that's going to depend on how urgent, uh, what level of urgency that you're putting on finding your passion. So if you're someone who's waking up every single day depressed, you can't get out of bed, you have to drag yourself out of bed, you go into work and it's a toxic environment, you hate everybody you work with, you hate what you're doing. Um, I don't want to laugh because it's not funny if you're in that situation. I've been in that situation, by the way. So I guess that's why I can kind of chuckle about it, but it, it's not funny <laughs> when you're in it. It's it's really not funny. But if you're in that type of situation, then your need to make it a priority is high. <laughs> it's very high. But if you're someone who's pretty comfortable and discovering your career passion is more of a want to right now, that's fine. You have less of a sense of urgency. So the way you prioritize spending time working towards your career passion or finding it, it may be different. So it's very individual, but let's just say that you're someone who wants to make this a priority and you generally feel like you don't have time. I have had the pleasure this weekend of attending a conference, a virtual conference, and today was the first day and there were so many great nuggets shared about so many different things. And it was it's one of those conferences to kind of kick off your year, set a 90-day goal, and within 90 days, the goal is that you will have completed whatever your goal is. And so I am working through that because I I have so many goals as well. You know, I'm along on this journey with you as a 51-year-old, you know, pursuing my passion building this podcast, building the tribe of listeners of this podcast one at a time. And I am so grateful for each and every one that listens to the podcast. Side note. (laughs) But anyway, this conference, I, I happened to listen to a speaker today and his name is Cole Hatter. I believe that's how you pronounce his name, Cole Hatter. And he is a successful entrepreneur. And he dropped some really great nuggets about how you can find time in your day and how you can prioritize. And so I'm not going to give you everything that he said, but there are a couple of things that he said that I thought were so good for this conversation of you know, my job is controlling my life. You know, I've spent all my time at work and I just simply do not have time to do anything else. So I am going to give you things that you can do to find more time in your day that you can use to pursue 
your career passion. The first one is to step back, analyze, and get real. Step back, analyze, and get real. The fact that you say that you don't have time in your day, it it may be valid. And the fact that you believe it's true means that it is valid for you. But it is really just a thought. It is really just a thought because you choose what you do during the day for the most part. Now, if you're at work, I understand there are certain tasks that you have to do. But when you're not at work, you have free will to choose when you do things for the most part. But what what I mean here is be honest with yourself. Be honest with yourself about where you're spending your time. Are you spending your time in front of the television? Are you spending time scrolling on social media? Are you spending time gossiping on the phone? Are you spending time just wasting time, wasting time. You know, there's a bunch of different ways that you can waste time. Netflix, are you watching movies? Are you a gamer? And maybe for you, none of those things are true. But we all have something that we use to, let's say, escape from tasks that we don't really enjoy doing. So be really super honest with yourself. There's nobody looking over your shoulder. I'm not going to come to your house and knock on your door and look at what you're doing. This is this is you versus you, right? This is you versus you. Because in order to really, really find the time, again, first you've got to make it pri- a priority, but then the second thing you need to do is really be real with yourself about whether or not you really do have the time. So what I suggest that you do is take a time audit. So pick one day, pick one day during the week, preferably a weekday, and, or you could do a weekend too, because a weekend might be the time when you have more time. Actually, yeah, a weekend weekend would would be good. So if you really want, extra credit, you could do it for a full week, right? So you could do it for a full seven days and it doesn't have to be detailed, but every time you do a task or even at the end of the day, if you can remember, write down how much time you spent doing a particular task and just see where you're spending your time. It would probably be really interesting on the weekends if you have more spare time on the weekends. But like if you have kids and things like that, that might be the time for them to do activities. So anyway, However you choose to do it, do a time audit and just look at everything that you do, everything that you do during a day and how much time do you spend on it. And that will be a great starting point for you to see exactly where you have pockets of time to start working on whatever steps are necessary to pursue your career passion. So that's number one. Get real and do a time audit. Where are you spending your time? Now, number two is start earlier in the day. Now, (laughs) for those of you who are already waking up super duper duper early, this might not be an option. 
So for you, it may be the evenings where you can steal some extra time. Again, the time audit will give you more of a clear picture of when your extra time is. But for most of us, if we woke up even 30 minutes earlier, that could be time to get some reading in, to get online and start doing some research, maybe even to send out a couple of emails. Of course, you probably wouldn't be doing things like returning phone calls and things like that, but there's a ton of things that you could do in a very short amount of time, say 30 minutes or an hour, even 15 minutes. Think about if you got up 15 minutes early, you could send out emails, you could do research on a particular job or position. So That's the second thing is start a little bit earlier in your day. So wake up a little bit earlier or depending on your schedule, that might be something that, you know, you have to do at night. So take a couple of hours at night and see if that gives you a little bit of extra time. And here's the thing. When you take a little bit of time, let's say that you take 15 minutes. I like to use this analogy with cleaning. And I'm sure we've all experienced this. You have to clean a room or clean out a closet or do some cleaning around your house. And you don't want to do it. You don't want to do it. But you say, okay, I'm going to do it for 15 minutes. Well, once you start doing it for 15 minutes, then you get some momentum going. And once you get that momentum going, you say, hey, I could do it for 30 minutes. Hey, I could do it for an hour. Now, I do recommend that you stick to whatever time frame that you picked out. So let's just say that you told yourself you're going to wake up 15 minutes earlier. I would say stick to that because first of all, it's very important to get into the habit of having your own back. What do I mean by that? Saying that you're going to do something and then doing it, right? So So many times with so many things, we say we're going to do something and then we're not in integrity with ourselves because we don't do it. We say we're going to go on a diet. We break it, right? We say that we're going to exercise and we we don't. So, So what that does is over time, it starts to break down your self-confidence and your belief that you can do things because you're lying to yourself so much that you start to not believe that you can do things. So even very, very small things, being in integrity with even very, very small things will help you to get momentum in other areas of your life. And the other thing is, if you say you're going to do something for 15 minutes and then you end up doing it for 30 minutes, over time, you might start to get burned out in terms of, and then and then just get overwhelmed and, and not finish whatever it is that you're going to start. So pick an amount of time. So say I'm going to get up 15 minutes early and do that and then plan exactly what you're going to do in that 15 minutes or 30 minutes or whatever you've chosen and see if that starts to give you some momentum to find some extra time in your day to develop your career passion or to to find out more about what it is that you really want to do. Now the other reason the you know this getting up earlier and adding 30 minutes a day especially if you can do it in the morning is good for so many reasons. One other reason that I'll mention is that and this is something that Cole Hatter talked about at the conference today. This is a way that you can get in some quick wins. Again, our brains 
are our condition to want that dopamine hit, right? So when you have a success, it's like a little jolt to the brain. It's like a little endorphin is off and you're like, wow, that was cool. I did that. I did that. I'm proud of myself. And so the more of those that you can get earlier in the day, and this is something that he mentioned is get those wins in before life starts hitting you. Because let's say that you you don't wake up earlier and you wake up at the same time and you don't do anything in the morning that's working towards your goals, your dreams, your career passion. Then you go into the office and right away, somebody makes you mad. Somebody gets on your nerves, somebody says something, and then boom, you're into the day and it's just a snowball effect of negativity. And then by the time you leave work, you don't feel like doing anything but going home and sitting in front of Netflix, right? But when you get those quick wins in the morning, then you've got something to help motivate you for the rest of the day, or at least the first half of the day, right? So so that's another thing is that you want to get those quick wins in the morning, preferably, so you can get that momentum going and you can really feel proud of, uh, proud of yourself. You can be in integrity with yourself because you said you were going to do it and you did it. So for all of those reasons, that is a very, very good idea. All right. So we said, first, we're going to step back. We're going to analyze. We're going to get real. We're going to do a time audit, right? To see exactly how much time we really do have extra that we could use towards working towards our goals, our dreams, developing our career passion. All right. And so the third thing that I suggest to take back control of your life and find time to work on your career passion is to schedule your time, the time that you've allotted to work on your developing your career passion, break it down into 30-minute intervals. Let's just say that you have two hours, so you've got two hours a day, two days a week during the week, And then you've got another four hours on the weekend split up between Saturday and Sunday or however you want to do it. Instead of breaking things down and just saying, okay, for the next two hours, I'm going to work on my career passion. No, you want to take the actual tasks that you need to do and break those down into 30-minute intervals. And so that way, again, going back to the not getting overwhelmed and also making it very clear the steps that you have to take to get whatever it is that you want to do accomplished. So breaking down your time into smaller intervals, preferably 30-minute intervals, is another thing that he suggested. Another thing related to that is he talked about this idea of, you know, we've all heard the, the phrase, start with the end in mind, right? Start within the end in mind from the seven habits of highly effective people by Stephen Covey. You know, that's the first habit, start with the end in mind. So for a lot of people, when you're working towards something, you're working towards a goal, finding a new job, finding a new career, oftentimes what that means is finding out what you want to do and then working backwards to figure out the steps to get there. I want to be a doctor. I find out what it takes to be a doctor, how many years I have to go to school, what exactly I have to do. And then I reverse engineer to see what steps I have to take 
if I want to be a doctor. But what a lot of people don't do, you don't take that next step to actually write down those micro steps that are necessary to complete the bigger steps. For example, we'll take the example of being a doctor. Okay, so the first thing you have to do is apply to medical school, let's say. You might have to get as detailed as go online and find out where the applications are. Gather together all supporting material, references, GPAs from previous colleges. You know, there might be some sort of a pre-exam that you have to take before you can actually apply. So studying for the pre-exam, you know, so hopefully you get my point. It's not just filling out the application. There might be micro steps that I have to take before I can even get to filling out the application. When you're thinking about your goals or something that you want to do, Yes, you want to start with the end in mind and you want to reverse engineer it and break it down into the steps that you have to take. But within those steps, you also want to time block. Putting each activity in a 30-minute interval is really time blocking. You want to time block those micro actions, which are the actions that are going to support that bigger step that you have to take. So hopefully that makes sense. And so when you do this, you're more likely to not get overwhelmed and also not miss a crucial step that's needed to move you forward. So I thought that that was a really good tip. And then the the last thing that I will talk about is using the word can't especially for my Gen Xers. You know, I always hear, oh, I'm too old. I can't do that. I'm 51 years old. Are you kidding me? I can't do that. I talked about this last week too, that the language that we use and how words are so powerful. When it comes to something that you want to do that you don't think you can do, and we're, we're talking specifically in terms of your goals and discovering your career passion. And instead of using can't, say, how can I? So instead of saying, oh, I can't do that. I'm too old. I, I can't do that. I can't apply for that job. Instead of saying can't, say, hmm, how can I apply for that job? And see, the moment you change that can't to how can I, Your brain loves to answer questions. When you say, I can't, that shuts down your brain. It's like, oh, you can't? Oh, okay, you can't. Let's go watch Netflix, right? But if you say, how can I? Now, all of a sudden, your brain goes to work. Hmm, how could you? Well, you could go to this website. Oh, remember your cousin? Remember your cousin who used to work on the police force? Oh, yeah, you could call him right? Your brain automatically starts to go to work when you give it a better question. So one of the things that he challenged us with, the uh, speaker today, was to take the word can't out of your vocabulary as it relates to your goals and your dreams and the things that you're pursuing. So instead of saying can't, you say, how can I? So that is it for me today. I hope 
that you got something out of today's episode. I thought that the ideas that Cole had or mentioned were really, really good. And they're really simple, but it's just a a shift in the way you think about certain things. So just to review once again, number one, step back, analyze, and get real. Do a time audit. Audit your time to see exactly where you're spending your time. Number two is to start earlier in the day. See if you can start your day earlier, get some quick wins, get some momentum so that you can start to feel good. You can start to be proud of yourself. You can start to build your self-confidence and build your momentum. Number three, schedule your day in 30-minute intervals. When you are looking at a goal or a step that you have to take to reach a goal, break that step into mini steps so that you make sure that you don't miss anything and also you don't get overwhelmed as you're going towards whatever it is that you're doing. And the last thing I said, which was my bonus, was instead of can't, you replace can't with how can I, how can I? So again, that is it for me as we go into February. Happy February to everyone. It's going to be a great month. We're going to continue the momentum that we started this year and you are doing it. You are on the road to discovering your career passion. Just the mere fact that you're listening to this podcast shows me that you are on that path. And so hopefully something that I've said has inspired you. If you have any questions, as always, you can email me. My email, uh, my show email is genxcareershow at gmail.com. And we will see you the next time. Thanks for joining us this week on the Gen X Career Show. Make sure to visit our website, yourgenxcareer.com. And while you're there, grab your free dream job discovery list, a curated collection of over 20 job titles to spark your imagination, ignite your passion, and move you one step closer to work you truly enjoy.